Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's Word on issues that impact our lives. I am Minister Joseph Parker, and I'm grateful to have this opportunity to share with you timeless truth from the Word of God. Today, I have a few questions for you. Do you struggle with living the Christian life? Do you find yourself overcome by temptation? Is sin entangling you? Do you feel like you are defeated? If you answered yes to any of those questions, I encourage you to do something. Embrace your identity. To embrace your identity is to realize what you have become through the Lord Jesus Christ. It is imperative that every follower of Christ embrace their identity so they can live victoriously. Not knowing your identity in Christ can keep you from living the victorious Christian life. Understand this, the world that is the evil world system under the influence of the evil one can hinder you from being who you are in Jesus Christ. Let us identify those hindrances from the word of God. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 15 to verse 17, it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. The three hindrances of the world that can keep you from embracing your identity in Christ are the lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes, and a pride of life. We'll go over each one, starting with the lust of the flesh. This is the desire of the sinful nature. Before you were in Christ, it dominated you. It was your master. But even though you, you now being in Christ, it can still try to trip you up. It can cause one to focus on pleasing oneself. It can drive a person to be consumed with pleasure, such as entertainment, sex, substances, and other forms of gratification. There is nothing wrong with enjoying your life, but engaging in wrongdoing and focusing on gratifying yourself is very harmful. Consider these words from the Lord that speak to the lust of the flesh. Then he, Jesus, said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Luke chapter 9, verse 23 to 24. The next hindrance is the lust of the eyes. It is the fixation on accumulation. It causes one to crave money, clothes, vehicles, electronics, and other things that please the eyes. It views the attainment of things as an end unto themselves. Pay attention to these words the Lord says that speak to the lust of the eyes. And he, Jesus said to them all, Take heed. And beware of covetousness, 
for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for you for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Luke chapter 12, verse 15 to verse 21. The next hindrance of the world is the pride of life. It is the fixation on recognition. It drives one to be exalted, popular, powerful, influential, famous, and held in high regard. Those that seek to be glorified will find themselves brought low. Hear these words that Jesus says in reference to pride. So he, Jesus, told a parable to those who were invited when he noted how they chose the best places, saying to them, When you are invited by anyone to a wedding feast, do not sit down in the best place, lest one more honorable than you be invited by him. And he who invited you and him come and say to you, Give place to this man, and then you begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down in the lowest place, so that when he who invited you comes, he may say to you, Friend, go up higher. Then you will have glory in the presence of those who sit at the table with you. For whoever exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Luke chapter 14, verse 7 to verse 11. These hindrances of the evil world system of the world are not to be taken lightly. They can be very destructive, deceptive to your own life. So how does a follower of Christ overcome the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, so they can live their identity in Christ? Well, in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For you, as a follower of Christ, to be able to overcome the hindrances of the world, the evil world system, and embrace your identity in Christ, you must be transformed by truth from God's word. If you learn the truth and apply that truth, you will be transformed to live that truth. 
Let me be very clear. To embrace your identity in Christ and not be led astray by the world, you need truth. The truth has a lot to say about your identity in Christ. It says you are a new creation, a child of God, his workmanship. Hear what God's word says about these realities. Let's start with the reality of you are a new creation. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. These scriptures reveal that you are no longer bound to the sinful nature. It means you are not to hold on to that old life of sin, but live your new life in Jesus Christ. The power of that old life has been broken by faith in the Son of God. As a follower of Christ, as a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, you must accept this truth and live it out. So what you should say to yourself on a regular basis, as you start your day, as you go through your day, as you end your day, that you are a new creation in Jesus Christ. The life you live is for Him and not for sin. Sin's power has no hold on you. So say that to yourself that you are on a continuous basis, on a regular basis, say you are a new creation in Christ. And that's based on 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, and Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. The next reality about your identity in Christ is that you are a child of God. In John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to verse 2, it says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. Based on these scriptures, having faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, makes you a child of God. Not only are you a child of God, but you are enabled to be like God by being like Christ. Jesus gave of himself and love out of obedience to God. You, as a child of God, can do the same if you accept this truth and live it out. So meditate on this fact throughout your day, starting your day, going through your day, ending your day. Identifying with the fact that you are a child of God. Say that to yourself. Even if you don't feel like it, just say it to yourself according to first, uh, according to John chapter 1, verse 12, and Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. I am a child of God and enabled to be like God by being like Christ. Don't let me ever hear you say that you are a sinner. Don't refer to yourself by that old identity. Your new identity is that you are a child of God. You are adopted into his family. As many as believed in him, they received him. They were given the right. Understand this right. Accept it and, and claim it because that is your identity. The last reality we will cover is that you are his workmanship. 
in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. It says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This scripture reveals that truth that God made us in Jesus Christ and he planned in advance for us to be doers of good. God made you and me to do good for him. He made you to be his instrument for doing good on the earth. Understand this truth and say it to yourself on a regular basis that you were say, say this. I was created to be a powerful force for good on the earth. I was created by God to be a powerful force for good on the earth. So that means you were created to do amazing things, great things, good things to be a benefit and not a detriment. Understand this and let it affect how you live. You are his workmanship. We are his workmanship, creating Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, there are more realities about your identity in Christ, but these three are a good place to start. So go over these, say them to yourself, embrace your identity in Christ, and you will live victoriously. Maybe you have difficulty accepting these realities so you can embrace your identity in Christ. You may say, I don't feel like a new creation. I don't feel like a child of God. I don't feel like his workmanship. I'm going to tell you something very important. So listen to me very carefully. Your identity in Christ is not based on feeling, but faith. If you need more faith to embrace your identity in Christ, it says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Take time to hear and meditate on these scriptures that tell you that you are a new creation, a child of God and his workmanship. Hear the truth. Apply that truth to you and be transformed. That is how you will embrace your identity in Christ. In prayer. Father God, we magnify and praise your name. You're the almighty God who's all sufficient, able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. And we just come boldly before your throne of grace. We want to confess that we don't always get it right. Forgive us for our shortcomings, creating us a pure heart and renewing us a right spirit. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, our provider, supplying our every need according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We have food to eat, clothes to wear, all manner of provision, Father. So many good things to be thankful for. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. And above all, thank you for loving us so much. You sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross to pay for our sins. And Father, right now, I just pray over this word about embracing our identity, Father. I pray that those that listen, they understand this and they will live it out, Father that they can live out their faith by embracing their identity in Christ. But we know there's interference, Father, that it can hinder us. The hindrances of the world, the lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, Father. And the enemy will work through these to try to keep us from realizing who we are, Father. But I pray, Lord, that we overcome these things so we can embrace these truths, that we can embrace the fact that we are a child of God. We are a new creation. We are your workmanship. Help us to understand that, Father, to meditate on that throughout the day no matter how we feel, Father, because it's not based on feeling that we embrace this identity. It's based on faith. We need faith to embrace our identity in Christ. So help us, Father, to grow in our faith, to continue to hear your word regularly, spending time 
being purposeful and hearing it and hearing it and hearing it, Father, so we can fulfill the purpose you have for our life. I pray you bless those that have been listening to this this podcast, Father. I pray you just continue to strengthen and bless them, Father. Bless them indeed, enlarge their territory. May your hand be upon them. Keep them from evil, so not cause them pain. May their strength equal their days, and may their days be long and prosperous. Now let the words of our mouth and meditation of our heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Light Post Podcast, a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org or Guiding Light Church on Facebook or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. Remember to always focus on Christ, to die to self, and live for God. You were created to excel and not fail. That is your divine potential.